Hey, good morning. Good morning, my friends. Skip here. It is the 14th of January. It's a lazy Saturday morning. Uh, not a lot of motivation, <laughs> it seems. Uh, about 8.25 a.m., I'm finally getting up and around. Uh, so, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, awareness, and I think uh, that it's, uh, you know, <laughs> one could say, I think easily, that the spiritual quest, the spiritual work to be done is indeed the work of becoming aware, awake. I mean, the Buddha, right? The awakened one. Uh, it, 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 it's about waking up. And I want to talk about what that really means. Uh, as much as I can. You know, I, I don't have all the answers. And I'm certainly not going to claim enlightenment. Because when you claim it, you really aren't. Uh, but I will say this. That uh, I see things differently. And, I, and I've often wondered why you might feel the same way. And the deeper you go into uh, the spiritual journey, into really understanding that love trumps religion, uh, trumps psychology. And maybe I shouldn't use that word. I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like a competition. But there are things that lie beyond what we understand is real. And we become awakened to that. So let me to the best of my limited ability, try to talk about uh, what it means to wake up. Let me uh, give you a, a simple example. Let me, let's start with a simple sort of metaphor, sort of story. Uh, let's say, for instance, you're a coach of a sport and you have been trained to be that coach. You've been trained that what really matters is winning. Uh, you've been trained that to get your ego stroked, to get your ego edified, built up, that it really is about winning. And in order to achieve that goal, <clears throat> you exploit, if you will, people. You use people's talents to get you there. If they can play football, you have them play football. Uh, if they can't, then you don't. Then those, those kids, those people sit on the bench, right? And this is a mindset. This is how someone is locked in uh, to, to what it means to be a coach of a sport. However, Coaching is so much more than winning. Uh, I've come to learn this through my years of coaching. I've come to learn this through life. That to coach, especially uh, you know, high school, middle school, elementary, there's a different context. There's the development of the human. But most coaches don't see that. And here's why. Here's why I'm using the story. 
the fact that they don't see that doesn't mean they complete their task as a coach. It doesn't mean that they, they're not fulfilling their obligation as the mentor of younger people to see that they become better humans. The coach is fixated on the win because that's the way the coach is trained. Sometimes a coach, a person who leads a group, can have an epiphanal moment where they realize that that mindset of winning is only one small aspect of what it means to coach people. One example, right, of what it means to be programmed and trained and then to become aware that there's something more. Now, I use, I use coaching because it's, a, it's an obvious example. If you've got kids, if you enjoy sports, coaching, watching a coach and how their team behaves is an obvious example of how people can be unaware and, and only focus on one small sliver. Now, maybe that's all they can focus on. It's certainly probably all they've been taught to focus on. But if you find, uh, you know, if you talk to people 40 years after they played baseball for somebody, they will tell you about the coach that helped them be a better person. I guarantee you that if you run into someone you went to high school with 50 years later and you get to reminiscing about the old team, it's going to be the coach that helped them be a better person. The coach that focuses on the win at the expense of, of, of kids, except for the five or 11 that can win for them, uh, you won't hear anything about that coach. So, I mean, that's just one example of what I mean. That the people who affect us are the, are the ones who are, to some degree, awake. Awake to the wider picture. Awake to the greater need. Awake to the greater purpose of, of what it means to be human. I look back and I, I, you know, I coached sports, but I never played really. I was getting in too much trouble. Um, but I look back over my life and I see the people that were truly my mentors were the ones that were able to know me deeply and see a wider vision, a wider understanding of what it means to be human than just achieving whatever it is they've been trained to achieve. And I will tell you that you know, I met lots of good people in the confines of the church. Uh, but uh, it, so much of that was no different than the coaching. So much of that is no different than business. It is. It's a business. And, you know, I've worked in factories. I've worked in churches. I've worked all kinds of places. And... When things are quantified by, you know, numbers, when your success is quantified by numbers, uh, you're in a dualistic notion of life. And a coach in the winds, uh, the religion with adherence, the business with customers, you begin to narrow your perspective of what it means to be a human into achieving success through, you know, having this many wins or or this many people saved, or this many people you can sell your widget to, or whatever it is you're selling. 
It's the people who have broken free of those notions that have really helped me transform. Uh, And what they have become is awake to, aware of, the fact that there's more to being human than just winning or achieving or selling. Unfortunately, the world, because it perpetuates itself on these notions, only rewards those who do that, right? Uh, the worker who gets the, the most sales is the employee of the month. Uh, the kid who gets the highest grades is the student of the month. Uh, you know, it's, it's this sort of transactional, uh, shallow, achievement-based, oriented reality we've created that narrows our, it puts us to sleep. Let me use that metaphor. It, it, it puts us in a state of programming that only allows us to see that one <clears throat> small sliver. I'm going to tell you, I fell into this for years, folks. I, I was very successful in, in my time in the church. And I'm not saying that to brag because I was successful in the, in the way the matrix is set up, in the way the false reality is set up. And I come to learn that there's nothing there, man. You can have all the success in the world. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the material goods in the world. Uh, If you don't go within, if you don't awaken to who you truly are and what the world is really about, then it's, you're just going to be miserable. So awareness, being awakened is part of the spiritual journey. To be aware that there's something more than, you know, the, the good report, the good report card, the good balance sheet, the fat checkbook. Stuff's important, my friends. Um, because it really, it really is the spiritual life. To become self-aware which means to become aware that you're love, that you're, you can make mistakes, that you are a human being, and then to wake up to the way of, of, of this false world that we've created, and then to go back and practice love. And that's really the challenge of being awake, of, of, of being aware. It comes with its own frustrations, no question there. Uh, and I've talked about that many times. Definitely, truly, I uh, I am convinced that spirituality and becoming a- awake and aware of yourself in the world are the same thing. There you have it, my friends. I thank you for your time, and I will talk to you tomorrow.